Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J on the scene. Okay, Dr. Beeler is now on the scene. All right. Well, hello, everybody. We want to do a quick shout out to Newton, North North Carolina. Carolina. Thank you, Newton. Thank you. Yay. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for sharing. We so appreciate it. We love our listeners and we'd love for you to reach out to us. You can reach out to us. Um, by email, Dr. Jonathan at Grace in the Shadows ORG. Yep, that's you. Or you can text or call 251 244 4645. We would love to pray with you. We would love to hear your favorite episodes, you know, anything of that nature. And if you are looking for a counselor, please reach out for that as well. So, and we also have a website, Grace in the Shadows ORG. We have a Facebook page and Twitter. All right, you got some good facts for us tonight. Go for it. Play-Doh. Did you know Play-Doh wasn't always a children's plaything? Oh. In fact, it was developed as a wallpaper cleaner. (laughs) It wasn't until manufacturers realized the non-toxic nature of the product Uh would make a great children's toy, and the rest was history. I used to love to play with Play-Doh. Yeah, the just, smell of it. It's just so cool. I, you almost want to eat it. Well. That's called, remember, I, I don't that's know, called I, pica disorder. I don't know. Well, you start eating things like Well, uh, there is Play-Doh you can make. But Play-Doh is very good. It, it, it smells so good. It smells so good. Yeah. Yes. And uh, they used to have little play sets where you could make like imaginary food and stuff like that. And of course, you know, everybody's favorite, take it and roll it into a snake, you know, things of that nature. But uh, yeah, you can make it, you can buy it. Um, I like always it. like to mix all the colors together. <laughs> oh, that was fun. But uh, many, many hours spent playing with Play-Doh. So yeah. it was not, Mia was not originally a toy. It just smells good. I know. Yeah. I, I, we need to go get some Play-Doh. And I want to go get some. Okay, right let's get some. All right. We'll put it in your, in your stocking maybe for All Christmas. Right, right. All right. <laughs> put chocolate in my. Oh, chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Chocolate would probably taste and smell better than Play-Doh. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. <laughs> Children Don't do ask not eat a it. squirrel to keep a secret. Don't ask a squirrel. Now here's the reason. Squirrels okay. are some of the most forgetful animals <laughs> on the planet. Okay. How did they know this? Okay, I don't. Did know. they interview them? Did they test them? Did they, they put little those little monitors on there? <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're it's, doing a scroll. It's thought that there's so that so many trees are able to grow annually. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But thanks to critters forgetting where their stash of nuts and acorns are. That is true. I've heard stories of people that have found stashes of of, uh, acorns, some people in their houses. I think they're all nuts. (laughs) Okay. All right. Don't give up your day job. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. You have one more? Ozzy, see, no, no. Mary Shelley is okay. a famous con- contest winner. Okay. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, uh, her most famous work was actually the result of a ghost story competition. Oh. Uh, the other entrance, uh, her partner, Pierce Shelley, okay. and poet Lord Byron. Well. That's interesting. So she create was the creative Frankenstein. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Here's one. Oh, you got another. There's no beef about India's right laws. Right uh, laws. Okay. 
India reverses, reverses cows so much that they have a Bill of Rights in place to protect them. Reveres. Reveres. I was like, reverse <laughs> Reversing cows. They were I, I couldn't them. say penguins the other day. I said, <laughs> said pigeons. Okay. All right. So say that one more time. <laughs> India reveres cows. Oh, okay. Right. So much that they have a bill of rights to protect them. Ah, uh, well, and that's bet. very sad. You got all these people starving to death. Yeah. And because they believe they're going to mess up their karma to earn right. their salvation someday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they. Uh, they're not allowed to kill cows. Well, and it's so sad because so many people, I mean, you, you've been there. I have been there. <laughs> so many people are dying from starvation, hunger. Star- starving. And they're just, one, the cows just wander in the streets. It's sad. Wanting, wanting to share their. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's very sad. Very sad. Um, All right. So what are we talking about today? Well, let's look at what we're talking about. I think we're talking about. Uh, sex outside of marriage, what's so wrong? I mean, the, what's okay. the Bible say? You know what? You know, well, it was in the Ten Commandments, you know, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, God did create sex for the marital union. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think that premarital sex is not a good thing. And I hope, I really hope, but let's preface this I really hope that we don't lose listeners for this. We are, or it's, you know, we're saying what the Bible says. And we believe that we're saying what the Bible says, mm-hmm. you know, look, uh, people, we're all, we're all sinful short of glory. Right. God. And I'm not condemning anyone, but I am saying what the Bible says. Right. And when you look at what the Bible says, the God doesn't care what the Supreme Court, right. what the Congress, what the president, right. he doesn't even care what we, I think. no. no. Because he's the creator and he created mm-hmm. marriage, mm-hmm. he created sex, yes, and he created um, truth. Yes, and he did. And um, <sighs> premarital sex is so pushed on our children and young people today. And I mean, it's, it's almost expected. Um, that premarital sex is going to happen. And, you know, they have shows and things and they make fun of people that mm-hmm. are adults and have not had sex um, outside of marriage. And it's just a really sad thing today. And I, and I know we're going to be talking about it um, and the importance um, of staying pure. Well, the culture shift is undeniable. Right. Yes. For 75 plus years. Yes. We've seen a rapid increase. Right. You know, and and I, I'm actually not against contraception. No. But no. when contraception came out, mm-hmm. there was no real consequence to sex outside of marriage. Right. And society began to change rapidly mm-hmm. in the late 50s, early 60s, on yeah. to the 70s. At right. Present. Yeah. If it feels good, do it. Yes. Yeah. And I think because of that, um, you know, and, and Hollywood. Oh, yes. You know, has really, really made marriage um, dull or, or, or yeah. you know, you're, you're boring. Right. Which it's is not exciting. Not true at all. And, you know, used to, you know, girls that slept around and guys that slept around, they were players and people thought bad about them. But now it's just an accepted norm in society. 
But the Bible does not mix words. No, it does it's not. It's very clear that very clear that sex outside of a heterosexual marriage mm-hmm. is wrong in his eyes. Definitely, definitely. Um, now, sex is precious. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just talk bad about it. Well, no, because it sex inside marriage is you know the man and woman becoming one, becoming one unit, and um, and it's a beautiful thing. It's precious. It's powerful. Mm-hmm. It's it's a gift from God to yes. mankind to yes. procreate, right. to create that oneness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, within the clear boundaries of a heterosexual marriage. Yes. You know, Hebrews 13, 4 says, give honor to marriage mm-hmm. and remain faithful to one another in marriage. God will surely judge people who are immoral mm-hmm. and those who commit adultery. That's right. Uh, look, my college days, I was, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a hellion. Right. And I look back and I'm like, how am I still alive? Right. Well, God, definitely, yeah. definitely God, definitely God. I'm glad you are. But here, you know, God has given us through his word Mm -hmm. how to live life Mm -hmm. and have order within your family dynamic. Yes. Uh, God is not a God of disorder. He's a a God of order. Right. Right. And um, I used to, to share with, you know, youth groups and everything talking about you know, the consequences of premarital sex. And, and once you have sex with somebody, you you give away part of yourself to that person mm-hmm. um, that you can never get back. And you get a union with someone that you're not married to that should not have been, you know, should not have been a union. And you can't take that away. You can't change that. You know, God created in Genesis 2, he created the institution of marriage. Yes, he did. With Adam and Eve. And, and that was a... A, an institution mm-hmm. that uh, was the first and most important right before government yes and so when this institution came he created it uh, as as a representation of of the unity within the trinity right and so the oneness the one flesh between a man and a woman mm-hmm. it, it's not by accident we have different parts <laughs> no it's not definitely uh, not it's, it, it's kind of like a puzzle right and you have the beauty and oneness of the sexual relationship between mm-hmm. a man, a husband and wife. Right. And you have the creation of a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's 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 not by accident that so. No, definitely not. It's a beautiful thing. And, and like we've said, God created it for marriage. Um, and then when it happens outside of marriage, um, it's, it's not a good thing. So when we, you know, we are giving away... You know, God created sex in that in such a in depth uh, experience mm-hmm. that spiritual, mm-hmm. physiological, yes, and emotional, yes, and uh, it's really an investment, and it's really a bond mm-hmm. that you can't just you can't just have recreationally. No, right. I mean, there's people that say they do, but then look at their life. Well, but but we're not yeah. animals, you know. I mean, animals do that, but but as people, we are not supposed to do that. Well, that's how I learned about the, watching uh, Animal okay. Planet. Yeah, yeah you no, saw kids. Go, you know, what about sex? Go watch the Animal Planet. Animal Planet. <laughs> yeah, they're kids. Go ahead. I don't yeah. want to tell the kids about. It. <laughs> but no, uh, no, no, being serious, animals. Right. 
they don't think, oh, I got to fall in love with this uh, Doberman over here. <laughs> no. They are no. animals. Right. God has a purpose for animals. Absolutely. And he they're does. awesome. I love yes, our dog. Yes, I love our dog. Yes. But he, he can, he, mm -hmm. you know, it's just an innate, right. inborn, yeah. uh, mm -hmm. natural thing to the dog. It yeah. just happens. Right. Right. And so when we look at these sex bonds, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you have a um, soul tie. Absolutely. Yeah. And you will carry that on the rest of your days. Yes, definitely. So if you had sex with one or two people, then you're going to carry that person with you to some degree. Absolutely. You will. Yeah. Or if you've had sex with thousands of people. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, God, there is forgiveness. Oh, absolutely. There's forgiveness. There is forgiveness. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, a thing that, that we used to talk about called secondary virginity. You know, you, you give your, your life to Christ, you ask forgiveness, and God makes you pure again. Now, can it take the consequences away? No. Mm -hmm. But you can look at yourself and, and, and feel better about yourself because you've committed to being pure before God until you're married. Um, so it, it, you know, you can be forgiven and you can make that choice and you can move on, um, with, you know, saying that you are not going to have sex until you're married again. That's true. Yeah. When we look at this, God wants us, it's not about not having, God wants us to have lots of sex within marriage. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, some ways that marriage can sex can be better in marriage mm -hmm. is i think yielding to one another mm -hmm. when we're yielding to one another it, it builds that bond that goal of intimacy and right. unity yeah of one flesh together definitely um you know it says in colossians three fourteen. you want to read that Colossians 3.14, and over all these virtues put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Okay, so if you love, you'll want to talk through and agree and then mm -hmm. the expression of sexuality. Absolutely. You're not going to tell your wife or, or, your, or your husband mm -hmm. to do things that they're not going to agree on. Oh, right. Yeah. Definitely. It's going to be united. And it's mm -hmm. going to be uh, almost a worshipful experience. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Extended in love. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be forced, coerced. No. Uh, it shouldn't be, you know, this is an act of love. Right. And oneness. Yeah. Secure. Private. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it should be between one man, one woman. Yes. Married. Husband Married. and wife. Yes. Just husband and wife. Yes. Um, and so I, I think when we think, read here about what it says here in, um, First Corinthians six uh, twelve. First Corinthians six twelve. Everything is permissible, allowable, and lawful for me, but not all things are helpful, good for me to do, expedient and profitable when considered with other things. Everything is lawful for me, but I will not become the slave of anything or be brought under its power. So what Paul is saying here is, you can do whatever. There's no like, you know, you you want to play around and and, and act like uh, have a spiritual worshipful time with your with your wife or mm -hmm, your mm -hmm, husband. Mm -hmm. That's great, mm -hmm. you know, uh, but it has to be agreed on and it has right. to 
be something that's not going to be hurtful or painful yeah. or other things. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's things out there that just should not happen. And so you've got to be in agreement with each other and, and treat each other, respect each other. The, I mean, God wants us to respect each other as we respect ourselves. And so we need to do that with our spouse. And so, I mean, sex is more than erotic uh, gymnastics. <laughs> true, true, true. It, yes. It, 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 sex is not some performance standard to live up. Sex no. is a relationship. Yes. Sex is a gift. Sex is a, yeah. um, Holy covenant. Absolutely. Covenant. It's a, it's a, com- it's a comforting thing to each other. I mean, it really is. And, and so God's not this killjoy. No, no. Because he created sex mm-hmm. for procreation. Number one. Right. Right. He says, be fruitful and, and multiply. multiply. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Recreation. Right. Genesis twenty six eight. It says that it came to pass. When he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, looked out at a window, mm-hmm. saw and behold, Isaac was sporting with Rebecca, his wife. <laughs> and he wasn't tossing baseball. <laughs> you know what? I don't even remember reading that verse. Sporting. Okay. He was All right. sporting his All wife. All right. That's interesting. <laughs> All right. Yes. And and it's meant to be fun. Absolutely. Definitely. Um and 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 like we said before, you're giving yourself to someone. And if you give yourself to someone outside of marriage, that part can never come back to you. True. Yeah. Reconnection. Mm-hmm. Do not deprive each other except by mutual consent for a time so that you may devote yourself to prayer. Mm-hmm. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because right. of your lack of self-control. Yes. Now, you know what they were doing here in Corinth, don't you? What? They were trying to act cool and and fast, prevent themselves from having sex with their spouse. Oh, to act spiritual. To act spiritual. And old Paul, he said, "No, no." He says, "Don't, Don't do, do that, that nope, because nope. sex yeah. is a very strong thing." Right. You need to do that. Yeah. You could do it for a very short time, but right. you need to make sure you're filling each other's needs. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So it's meant for this, right? There's nothing killjoy there. No. We're the ones who are out of bounds in our society. In our yeah, lives. you're right. It's very unfortunate. The The way that uh, sex has just been distorted in society today is just totally unacceptable. And I, th- I think here, uh, and you, won't, you know, we need to love people that are, um, uh, you know, mm-hmm. they're living outside of those bounds. Right. Um, I believe Christ can um, change. He's changed has changed his hearts all the time. We need to share that there's forgiveness. We don't need yes. to condemn those people. We need to share that there's forgiveness. Yes, there is a right way, God's mm-hmm. way, um, but we we need to to pray with them, pray for them, um, you know, help them in their journey. I don't care who you are. We need to love the people. Yes. Share God's grace and mercy, but we need to tell them the truth. Yeah, tell the truth, but tell the truth in love. Yes. Not, you know, so so many times Christians or people claiming to be Christians yes. will come down on people harshly and that turns them away even more from Jesus. And I think they usually intend, maybe not all, but most right. intend that they don't intend to do that. No. But I think they're over zeal. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, that's why we need to do it in love. Yeah, definitely. And and if you can't do something like this in love, find somebody who can. That's right. 
And um, because you don't want to turn people away from Christ. Um, because if a person is is not a Christian, they're not going to see any anything wrong with it. Um, they, no, you know, no, I they don't need Jesus, right? They yeah. need Jesus, and then you know Jesus will clean them up, and He will set them on the right path. Definitely, you know, uh, we don't catch fish and expect them to to already be cleaned. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I wish they were. That's I'm it. not a big person of cleaning fish, but no, yeah, me neither. But <laughs> definitely. But you know, I think uh, we 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 let God right we share the message. Yes. We show the love of God. We show yes. the compassion of God. Yeah. We share the truth of God. Right. And we let God do the cleaning. And He makes them white as snow. Absolutely. You know, when we come to Jesus, He He clean He cleanses us and. Um, yeah, he, it's it's a glorious thing what he does. So I hope in individuals out there are, are um, have taken this in, and uh, right. I believe marriage is not outdated. No, and I believe sex and marriage is a very powerful, important thing. Absolutely, that should continue on for the glory of God. Absolutely, and and maybe you've made some mistakes, and, and maybe you are struggling with those mistakes you've made. You know, find a Christian counselor. Find someone to pray with you. If you don't know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, that's the first step. Ask him to be your personal Lord and Savior, to come into your heart, to cleanse you, forgive you, and then live for him and and join a church that preaches God's word. Um, and and that's, that's the best thing you can ever do is to accept Jesus as and your personal he, Lord and Savior. And you forgive everything, your, yes. your past sin. Mm-hmm. Your present, right. your future, absolutely, uh, and he will help you be the person that become right. the person he wants you to be, and be conformed more like Jesus, absolutely. Uh, and someday that you can enter mm-hmm. uh, his his kingdom, yeah, uh, for eternity, absolutely. And don't forget that God can take your mess, turn to a message for His glory, for your good. All right, goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye bye.